Welcome back to the Best Version Yet podcast. I'm your host, Nikki Antonaccio, and I'm a leading female weight loss coach, nutrition uh, psychology expert, disordered eating specialist, and diabetes management specialist. My mission is to bridge the gap between personal development, self-mastery, and weight loss so that you can get sustainable results for the rest of your life without feeling like you're dieting. So without further ado, let's begin today's topic. So today's topic is one of my many musings from some of the, the learnings that I've been doing myself recently. And today is about doing what feels good now and later, how to keep your promises to yourself, which I know is a big topic that lots and lots of the ladies I speak to really struggle with. You're in a position where you want to lose weight. You might be at the beginning or even pre-contemplating the beginning of a journey. And the biggest thing and the fear that you have is that you set yourself promises. I'm going to lose weight or I'm going to start the gym or I'm going to eat better. But you can never seem to nail actually following through with the things that you promise yourself. So today I want to talk you through some of the real top tips, simple strategies and understandings and learnings around the mindset and what it takes to actually commit to yourself and follow through with the promises you make yourself. So one of the learnings I've been doing a lot recently is around uh, the work by Dr. Daniel Amen. Um, he's a number one New York Times bestseller. Uh, he reveals the seven neuroscience secrets to becoming more than 30% more fulfilled and happier in yourself, regardless of your age, upbringing, genetics or situation. Um, and I first heard about his work through a Jay Shetty podcast. Happiness is a brain function and with a healthier brain always comes a more happier and fulfilled life in all areas, including our physical well-being and our weight loss. So Dr. Daniel Amon's done studying over 200,000 brain scans from over 155 different countries. And he's discovered five primary brain types and seven neuroscience secrets that influence your happiness and fulfillment. And today we're going to talk about how you improve that overall fulfillment to be able to stick to the targets that you set yourself. So one of the things that he was discussing that really resonated with me for people that are on a weight loss journey is this element of there's a difference between what feels good versus what is good for you. And there's a relationship with feeling a certain way and versus being a certain way and having set standards and set procedures for yourself to allow yourself to become and flourish into the person you say you want to be versus where you are now. There's a gap between those two things. And we have to learn how to bridge that gap between the person we are now and the person we want to be and how we get there. So for instance, eating healthier or starting the gym, that does not feel good initially, never does, feels uncomfortable. But what we have to look at is what are the benefits to those changes long-term, again, to bridge that gap between where we are now and where we wanna to get to, and what patterns does it help us shift? What old patterns that no longer serve us do those changes in routine and behavior like the gym, like starting to eat better, what old patterns do they shift? For instance, if there's a certain way you eat or behave now, for uh, it might be, uh, you know, Friday night, you always end up having a bottle, of, a bottle of wine after a stressful week. And you recognize that you feel regretful after that. That's an emotional feedback loop that your brain and body is telling you that doesn't align any longer with the person you want to become. But sometimes we can still get stuck in that loop. Now, there's a secret, according to Dr. Daniel Amen, the secret is to love food and habits that love you back. 
thought this was a very interesting concept. So he aligned it to things like relationships. So you are in a relationship with your food and your alcohol and habits. You need to love your diet, what you eat, what you consume, what you absorb, but it needs to love you too, which is one area I think a lot of us forget. So if you think about alcohol, he likens it to a toxic narcissistic relationship. We don't get a lot back from alcohol. You know, we feel rough, we get a headache, we feel awful and so forth, but it is addictive. We want to go back to it. But think about what you really want long-term. Do you want that swimming pool of alcohol or do you want clarity and energy? Do you want that mountain of chocolate or do you want vitality, weight loss, creativity? Do you want to feel good, be good and do good things for yourself now and your future self? He was talking about do what feels good now and later, not what just feels good in the moment. He did also highlight that the brain is lazy. It wants to do what it's always done. We have something called status quo bias. So essentially we fear change and we don't want it to shift because we always fear new things, different things. As human beings, we have a negativity bias. We always look at what we might lose if we change something. If you are running your life chasing after momentary pleasure, does it fit how you want your life to live and look and feel long-term? Probably not. For most of us, that's exactly what the sticking point is. We want to change things, but we do run around chasing after momentary pleasure because we've got a stressful life, we're a busy business, or we've got a very stressful family life and so forth. What he highlights here, and this resonates hugely with some of the work I've done with psychology and psychiatry, is if we live by a set of clearly defined values in our lives, then it's much easier to ensure that we align those actions daily. One thing I would really recommend for all of you to do if you haven't done so already is determine your values. One of my great mentors, Dr. John D. Martini, has a free values determinator on his website. I would strongly urge every single one of you, if you've not done that, to go and do that deeper work. Fill out the 13 questions on his website. It's something that was life changing for me. And I also go back and do that every three or four months because your values shift. Then you have a barometer and a compass and a moral compass to understand if your actions are aligning with those values or not. And that in itself, that self-mastery and understanding oneself helps us understand whether our actions and behaviours need to change in line with that. So something else that's interesting, the terminology, I don't know if you've ever heard it, hedonism. Hedonism is the meaning of the word is giving in to every craving. How much does that resonate with you? Hedonism, giving into every craving. What it does is it physically wears out your dopamine centers and receptors in your brain. And then it means for you to get that dopamine fix, that happy hormone, that numbing pain that dopamine gives us, you have to have a larger fix to do it again. So what I mean by that is if you've had a stressful day and you numb that through having a glass of wine that night, the more you do that, the more wine you're going to need to get the same reaction. So by the end of two or three months, you may need a whole bottle of wine, but then that becomes a behavior habit of hedonism, that every time there's emotional distress, we give in to every single craving. And that's where our self-esteem lowers because we start feeling like we can never stick to the promises we, we give ourselves. So what's the fix to this? How do you drip feed dopamine instead of binging on it? 
Dr. Daniel Amen suggests that that comes from micro moments of happiness and noticing the small things that you're grateful for. So it's actually a gratitude practice that's going to fix your cravings, which might sound totally insane. But when you look at the neuroscience, it shows that it physically changes the way your brain responds to stress and situations. So instead of white knuckling and being like, right, I'm going to have no wine, flip it. Find the things in your day, in your life that you're truly grateful for. The sip of coffee and how lovely it tastes. The morning sunrise. Waking up to your partner and giving them a kiss good morning. is also commented that things like being present, not being trapped in electronics and being connected with others around us that we love and value and mindfulness, being mindful, are some of the easiest ways to drip feed dopamine to our days. And they're usually the first things that slip when we feel stressed. So there's that Buddhist saying, isn't there? The time you need to meditate is when you don't have time. And this couldn't ring more true than when we're trying to break down this habit of hedonism and giving into every single craving, like how to actually stick to the things you promise yourself. Noticing what you like more than what you don't like. Again, I'm gonna take this back to the fact that as humans, we have a negativity bias. It's really easy for us to turn up and complain about the weather. But when and how often do you have a colleague turning and go, do you know what, the sunrise was beautiful this morning. It's a very different mindset and it does take some cultivating. Now, two uh, very simple top tips that you can use right now to impact your drip feed of dopamine and help you break away from hedonism and, and giving into every craving is sunlight. Getting enough sunlight helps drip feed dopamine, makes us happier, creates more serotonin long-term, the happy hormone, as do omega-3s. So things like pumpkin seeds, flax seeds, fish oils, the DHA within those omega-3s is what helps improve mood and in, in, improve emotion. The number one thing here is to be accountable and aware of when we slip into actions and behaviors that don't align with our true values long-term as well. So we have to look at what's gonna make me feel good now and later, not now or later, but both. So is that element of looking at long-term gratification opposed to short-term and how we break that cycle of hedonism and constantly giving in to every single craving because that always lowers our self-worth, it diminishes our value and we don't achieve what we want to. So there is an element of expecting more from yourself, understanding, mastering oneself and one's emotions to break that cycle through using a drip feed of dopamine. Tim, simple tips again, just to recover that is gratitude list, write down three things you're grateful for every day, being mindful and being present, perhaps including some meditation in your life, ensuring you get enough sunlight and daylight in daylight hours and topping up your omega-3 and DHA levels will help improve your chances to stick to the promises you set yourself. So guys, thank you very much again for listening in today. It's my personal mission to impact over 1 million women to be able to lose weight, build better habits and sustain them for the rest of their lives through bridging the gap between self-mastery and long-term weight loss. If you feel this episode will be beneficial to somebody you know, love and care about, I would be forever grateful for you to pass this on. And I just want to thank you again for listening and giving your life currency today to listen in to me. Thanks, guys, and I'll catch you on the next episode.